Welcome back to Dark Nexus. Tonight, it's Act 2, Chapter 55, and the battle inside Fort Halecourse continues. We're now on our third chapter of this epic battle. Man, I thought the uh, chapel fight was big. I thought the scum fight on the deck of the Sullen Starling was big. This is uh, this is something else here. This is something else. This has gone from conserved resources to... Don't die. Yeah, exactly. The first day of this battle, though, that wasn't a full episode of it, right? We didn't get no. into that till about halfway through that episode. Right, but the whole episode was the arrival here. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So all we've, all we've done is like, all right, what's the situation here? No fight forever! <laughs> we have totally done like Butch and Sundance yes. and like yeah. put ourselves in a little hovel to fight everybody. Yeah, and we'll... Uh, I think we'll have an interesting conversation when this is all over and I can peel back the veil a little bit about what's amazing about where you decided to go and what uh, is incredibly challenging about where you decided to go. As I'm sure you're feeling right now, because does it feel like the entire fort is now on top of you? <laughs> yes. It does, but also it's like, well... I'd rather this do is, it that way, to yeah. be honest. Just, yeah, right. Then you then you know you can blow your resources, I mean, right? yeah. If you know this is the fight we're I having. I prefer to not have a choice to blow my resources. Right. Like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, for fear of making the wrong choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. That's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so depressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Okay. But we have had victories along the way. We have killed a lot of scum. Last time we finished with the beheading, the head explosioning <laughs> of this uh, giant armored scum. Is it safe so to that assume that is covered in the blood of its Qualthor? Yeah. Is is that who that's who uh, Dora was talking to through the door? No, no, no. no. I was no. talking to the ooze. You haven't even seen. No, you. Well, oh, no, really. <laughs> it it oh, said it was Degrabatha. Degrabatha, right? Okay. The ooze was talking. It was talking through the ooze to me. Degrabatha's maybe trying to bust up in the door on the east <laughs> end of the building. We will find out soon. Mm -hmm. We are indeed fighting on two floors of this keep at the moment. We're picking back up on the first floor with Grip in his situation, and we'll try to make sure to reset up the surroundings for everyone as we dive back in here. So we are in... Oh, God, we're in round 13. Oh, boy. Okay, so uh, Grip's situation is similar to what it has been the last few rounds in that he is surrounded on all sides by scum who are climbing over each other and over the railings of this staircase that he's halfway down. This is like Game of Thrones level, like like those massive, humongous fights where people were like crawling over each other oh, to yeah. fight. Yes. Uh, the big difference here uh, in Rob for Robert to wrestle with is he has uh, he been pulled on his ass. So Grip is now prone at the feet, well, I guess at the knees, because he's up the stairs, of the scum with the tall mohawk. The pale brown scum down on the floor had reached through the railing and pulled him down. And the scum with wires wrapped around his legs is also within uh, reach of Grip. The madly grinning scum, who's taken a lot of damage, remember, very bravely opened up the way for the others to a close with Grip. Because he, uh, he's... Uh, he's like gesturing, no, after, after you. you. He's not going to retreat, but um, yeah, he ain't looking too hot. Okay, so that's the setup down here. Robert, Grip is uh, flat on his ass on the stairs. What does he do? Does being prone affect any of those three's ability to reach me, or do I have different cover than I had when I was on my feet? Yeah, I think you've got full cover from the 
the guy in the bottom of the stairs the, with the wires, that guy there. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I mean, you're below the height of the the railing there. So full cover from that guy. But I would still provoke... If you stood up. If I stood up. Correct. Standing up sucks. What if... Um, you can attack from a prone position. Yeah. But that is, uh, I think there's a minus four, minus, yeah, minus four penalty. Went from higher ground to prone on the ground. So that would just be a minus three all day. With the, do I still get the higher ground plus one? <laughs> no. What do you mean? No, you wouldn't be attacking down at the scum you are below. No. No. I, I call bullshit on that. <laughs> Still above them, still above him though. It's a, it's a stair. You're, you're laying on the ground. <laughs> the attack would but be coming right to it. It's a waste. The five foot square I'm in is higher than the five foot square. But your you are fist no is better not. than the five foot all square. Right. All right, all right. <laughs> just as tall as It was the a floor. valiant fight, but just stand up and get attacked multiple yeah. times. It's, you don't have Well, a if, if, if Johnny's telling me to quit rules lawyering, <laughs> then I guess I'm going <laughs> to stand back. Um, all right, bring on the attack of opportunity. I stand up. Here we go. Oh, oh God. Natural 20 from the oh Mohawk What? So that's going to kick off chapter 55 here. Okay. Let's see if that <sighs> Mohawk guy backs up his natural 20. He does not, of course. Okay. So that is... Okay. That's okay. Four points of damage. Not too, too bad. You're back on your feet. You got knocked down, but you got up again. <laughs> Nothing's going to keep him down. Don't you, don't you, don't you do it. A five-foot step now, would that still, would that Um, provoke? I'm going to do to you what I did to them, which is to say that you can't, it's essentially difficult terrain going up these stairs. Gotcha, okay, fair enough. Then I'm I'm gonna try to get either, I'm either gonna bring them up to me or get to a place where I can maybe drink a quick potion. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna move to. I hope they don't have combat reflexes. Mm. That's uh, 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 what I was gonna do. Was move ten feet to the top of this stairs. So I think that would move me to the other map. Huh? That will also put you right next to Dabuk with the wand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. All right. So the three of you in the second level of this tower see Grip staggering his way up the stairs. Uh, he's taken some damage and decided, after several rounds of, of fierce fighting downstairs, to get out of the fierce fighting downstairs. Just for a moment. Just for a moment. A tactical retreat. And here comes the And here comes the Is that the mascot of the Thrushmore High School? The, 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 the Thrushmore scum? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's a lot of scum all of a sudden. So, as Grip makes his way up those stairs, the scum with the tall mohawk, the scum with the wire wrapped around his legs, and the pale brown scum follow. We've now got, uh, oh, an assembly line of scum scambling up the stairs. Scambling? Scambling. (laughs) Yeah. Skittering, scambling, and scattering up the stairs. So the scum with the tall mohawk is able to reach Grip in a single move. We'll take the deck. Not gonna happen. Let's see... The scum with the wire wrapped around his leg is going to attempt the climb check to get over this balcony. Yes, successfully. Provoking an attack of opportunity from Dabwick, though. So the scum is uh, using a full move oh, to... and for me. Uh, oh, yeah, you got your maze in hand now, yeah. right? 
All right, so the scum with the wire wrapped around his leg climbs up over the balcony, drops himself on top of that easy chair, and now Roni and Dabluk have switched positions. Uh, let's start with Dabs. Uh, you are just to the east of him. You can take an attack of opportunity. And do I add a flanking bonus to that? Yes, plus two for flanking. Thank you. This one hasn't been hit yet. He has not been hit. Great. Natural 18 on the die, plus six, plus two. So that would be a 26. Hit! Finish him. <laughs> Wait a second. That is four points of bludgeoning damage. Bam! Clock him right across the face with your staff as he's coming up. And Roni swinging around with that magical mace. So he drew the mace, but he had to have drawn it with his offhand. I mean, here's a question. Sure. Would I have been able to make an attack of opportunity at minus four with the with the alchemical torch just as a... As an improvised weapon? Yeah. It would deal bludgeoning damage, uh, 1d6 points. I mean, that's going to be much better than what I would have done. The attack roll total was uh, an 18. So minus 4 would have been a 14. All right, great. Hit. Six points of damage. Still on his feet. Still on his feet. And the pale brown scum, emboldened, is going to do, I believe, the exact same thing it did when all this shit started, which is to climb up on top of the desk. Let's see how it gets some climb check here. Yeah, okay. So the pale brown scum is now in the northwest corner of this room, standing on top. They're all standing on the furniture. (laughs) They're standing on the furniture now. And then, let me describe this room. Uh, So we picked up last session with Dabwick in the western doorway. Uh, Now Roni's in the western doorway. Dora has never moved. She's still got her back to the south wall, kind of in the middle of the room there. Just north of her, on top of this easy chair, is the scum with the wires wrapped around his leg. Dabs is flanking the wire scum in the middle of the room there, right next to, diagonally next to Grip, who's at the top of the stairs. So the head-exploded body of its wall has just fallen to the ground right in front of Roni, and then stepping atop it is this other scum that had been lurking on uh, to the south of that open doorway. This one is a big one. Not just ripped, but also very, very tall. He is wearing no armor, not carrying a trident. He's the one I described to Paul, Johnny, as looking a little bit dead behind the eyes. Mm-hmm. And as it takes a five-foot step forward to get into the clear to attack you through the doorway, it, you know, you don't, you're not able to process the language that they're speaking, but as you're listening to it, just it's making sounds that barely or maybe even don't appear to be language. It seems to be kind of just babbling incoherently as it lashes out to punch you, which is not something you've seen any of the scum so far do. They've all been attacking with either their trident or some combo of teeth and claws. Oh, this is not good. 26. Uh, Yeah, that's going to happen. 11 points of damage as this thing hits you with disgusting strength. We're in it now. We're in it. We're in it. This soldier that Roni suspects to be undead, standing across the way, takes his shot at Roni through cover at four to your armor class, and I'm going to subtract four for firing to melee here. Not going to happen. You see another one move into view from the north along that walkway, stand shoulder to shoulder with the first one, and also take a shot at you, Johnny. Or Roni. Nope. And then you see another one. Oh, my God. With this very determined 
personalityless walk, stroll right past this scum that just slammed its fist into you, walk right past the ooze, and join the line of soldiers facing off with this open door frame across the way. So you've got uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, about between 25 and 30 feet away from you is this line of three Fort Hale Course soldiers leveling longbows at you. The ooze waves its pseudopods. Give me a will save, Roni, as you feel your mind slipping away from you. Oh, come on. Oh, that is a natural one. Oh. <laughs> so, this is fun. I think this is the first time something special you've got. I know, I was about come to say. Play. Wait a minute. <laughs> you are suffering the confused condition, which I think you've got some sort of uh, campaign trait that helps you out there. What is your Bow trait? of the Strange, subtract 10 from confusion rolls. Excellent. All right, so we will make that first roll at the top of your turn. For the moment... A confused character will not make attacks of opportunity against any creature that it is not already devoted to attacking. I mean, everybody's on me right now, so that doesn't really matter. All right, top of round 14. The pendulum swings back around to Dabwick, standing in the center of the room, adjacent to one scum to the west, standing on this easy chair, adjacent to another scum with the banister of the stairs separating you to the north. You've taken an unholy crap ton of damage there, Dabs. I'm really in in a bad way. And um, uh, is that a table to the south of me? table's gone. The table is now up, leaned up against the eastern door where Roni put it. I would like to, to go to the southeast if I can. Yep, five foot step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can take one five, five foot step closer to the corner and get you in, in the clear and out of the way of those two scum that were threatening you. Yeah. And um, to use a wand as a standard action? Correct. Right. What kind of wand do you get? I've got in me hand a wand of cure moderate wounds. Oh, excellent. 2d8 plus 3. <laughs> For 6 oh. total. Oh, oh, no. Okay, so Dabwick is staggering back into the corner, fumbling with this wand, and managed to get a little bit of healing off, but not as much as any of us at this table were hoping. Roni, we swing back around to you. You are now surrounded on three sides by scum. Two of them standing on furniture, sort of slightly towering above you, and then this tall, heavily muscled, incoherently babbling scum right next to you outside this door. That scum has got to look pretty scary because he's towering and he's not taken a single hit yet. The other two scum that are threatening you, the the guy with the wires and the guy that's sort of pale brown color, have both taken uh, several hits. Several hits. They're, 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 you would call them, you'd think of them as being bloodied. Oh, we got a roll confusion. There we go. Oh, yep. See if I get to do anything this turn. Let's hope you don't attack me. Go ahead and roll percentile and then subtract 10. All right. Or if, if you want me to roll it, I can roll it. Uh, I'll roll it. Yeah. See what happens. That is an 82 minus 10 is a 72. Let me guess, that's the worst possible thing. Yeah, you hit yourself with a mace. 1d8 points of damage plus your strength modifier to yourself. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, Four points of damage. The good news is at the end of your turn there, the confusion does wear off. 
Great. So after, so I guess basically you knock some sense into yourself. Clock yourself across the head with the mace. Oh, um, you know what it is? Yeah. I hit myself in the face with that mace. Yeah. And I can feel the blood in my mouth and that metallic taste. Yeah. And it brings me back yeah. to the last time that I remember this when we were in that fight. I saw myself in the mirror. Yes, yes. And it brings me back to tasting those metal teeth and that blood in my mouth. And I shake it off. Love it. Love it. Dora, you are up. Ooh, boy. Okay, so you are threatened by this scum with the wires. You saw Roni go temporarily insane and hit himself with the mace, but he seems to be coming back too. You don't have a lot of great options for movement, do you? So I could try to acrobatics my way to the one square in, in this, this entire room, room. <laughs> that I would be safe in. Yeah, you could reach it, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have a plus two acrobatics. I could hold for grip ah, and okay. hope that he does something that will give me more options. Mm-hmm. Grip, can you kill this one in front of me? She asks. Is that combat advice? No. Oh. That's an actual question reaction. she's looking for an answer from. Uh, uh, and she uh, sort of uh, flattens herself against the wall. Yes. And holds... Okay. Grip. All right. So we pick up with Grip at the top of the stairs, being threatened by the scum with the tall mohawk just below him on the stairs there, seeing Dora threatened by this scum with the wires around its leg and begging for help from that, you. That has been hit a, a few times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's going to take five-foot step to... Um Nice to now to a flanking position with Roni. Excellent. With uh, with the scum, with the wire wrapped around the leg. Yeah. And then the only question really, no, it's been hit some, so I'll do the full brawler's flurry. Great. You doing power attack? He has attacked me previously, correct? This yes. guy, he, ta- yes. he attacked me downstairs. 100%. So I, I've still got the, still have another like four or five rounds left of that. Grudge fighter? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a plus one. That would that would erase one of the minus two of power attack. I would really like to kill it. And, you and, got, and, you and it's flank. flanking. And I do have flanking. So, all right. I will do power attack. So, uh, Flurry of Blows. Yes. Uh, 23. Oh! Yes, that's a hit. Uh, and that's a power attack. So that's a 1d8 plus seven. Oh, come on, come on, come on. For uh, 12 points of damage. And you drop him. He drops dead. Oh, thank God. And then I'm not threatening anything else, am I? You are threatening, though, the guy on the top of the stairs. I can make that second attack on him? Yeah, from cover, but yes. Uh, That's (gasps) another 16 on the die, so uh, that's another 24. That's it. (laughs) Um, uh, 11 points of damage. Just wobbly on his feet. You got any shame? You want to throw an extra attack into this round here? probably a good time for it. I've only got two shame points left. Throw them away. Throw them away. (laughs) (laughs) In this particular instance, it might be worth it to try to drop one more of these. Yeah, because the reality is, like, that one's only a five-foot step away now from going after Dabwick. Right. Yep. Shame point. Extra attack. Come on. Natural one. Oh, Oh, no! Oh, what a tragic loss of a precious, precious... Quiet. I know. (laughs) 
That's my job to editorialize. <laughs> um, so you shut your pie hole. So we're back to Dora. Uh, Dora, indeed, Grip did come in and save your ass there. Yeah. You are no longer threatened by any scum, and you've got a, a, a number within your sights. Boy. So this one at the top of the stairs is uh, barely on its feet. What about the other one? The one, the other one. Pale brown. You would you probably just bloodied. You would say it's probably taking about half its hit points worth of damage. This gigantic one that's menacing Roni outside the door has not taken a hit yet. And boy, you all have been pummeling, pummeling, pummeling that ooze, but probably no surprise. Oozes have a grotesque amount of hit points. I think I have to try to reduce the number of attacks we're taking mm-hmm. and free up movement in this room. Oh, okay. So Dora will, um, again, summon the image of the archery target, kind of go limp with apathy, fire one missile at the one who is almost dead at the top of the stair. Yeah. And two on Pale Brown. Great. So these are three magic missiles soaring out. I love it. I love it. All right. So the first... It's a risk. I don't know that all. So first missile against the one at the top of the stairs. Got it. So that's four. You kill him. Yes. And seven on the other one. You leave the other one almost exactly where the one you just killed had been. So <laughs> fantastic. Just barely clinging to life there next to uh, next to Ronan. Okay. What are the pale brown's movement options right now? You okay, cannot so move diagonally into the square. With- I mean, so. If it wanted to use acrobatics to vault over the railing past Gaul and risk the attack of opportunity, it certainly could. I would say you've you've been watching these things deal <laughs> with these not stairs. Not huge risk takers. Well, not huge acrobatics. They've got the strength. They've been muscling themselves up these railings using more climb. Here's the thing. I yeah. like my position. It's a good position. I would like the one in the mirror where the mirror used to be a little bit better because I think maybe none of the archers can see me. I would agree with that. Mm. But yeah, if, full but if anybody can move to where wire wrapped around leg just died, then, then I'm okay, pretty that, trapped. That you know space I mean? now has an overturned easy chair and two scum. I think we're looking at... Oh, boy. Yeah, that's... It's a mess. <laughs> it's difficult terrain, and I would say i got to take a acrobatics check of, let's call it DC-10, to not fall prone while dealing, dealing. I mean, it's just so much stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. like a move action to like step in and clear some space kind of thing, but For not sure. a five foot step. Right, right, right. And also, Dora, if you want to, you could use your move action to push a body off the heap there to make it slightly less terrible space. But Except the scum go before any of my allies, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really want to do that. Yeah. <sighs> Tactically, this is such a fascinating fight. Um, <laughs> Tech, I, I, I don't... I mean, for a fight where you've barely moved, it has ended up being significantly tactical in this space. It's so crazy. Yeah. So I kind of want to be in that corner. What's the deal with if I cast next turn a spell on the burly guy in the doorway from there? Um, can you see I him? I have to stay where I am. Yeah. Uh, what kind of spell are you talking about? You're talking about a spell that has a... Uh... No, you could do that. You could do that. From diagonally. You don't have to make an attack roll with that one. All you have to do is see him. And since he would be behind cover of this wall, he couldn't take an attack. Yeah, it's the best place to go, Katie. Yeah, it really is. You're right. Okay. Yeah, you can see him, and he can't make an attack of opportunity against you. All right. Okay, the scum are up. The pale brown scum 
on its last legs. It's gonna try to take down Roni with him. Here comes a claw. Nope. <laughs> 18. Nope. That's the second amazing claw. Here comes a bite. Oh, they're gonna harvest you. They're gonna harvest you. They failed to harvest you. <laughs> okay. So Tentatively tiptoeing up the stairs is the cowardly, madly grinning scum. Oh, this um, who, guy. Yeah, he's sort of like halts halfway up the stairs, clocking who's in the room and whether it seems safe to enter. Hello, my friend. The big scum outside the doorway is going to go after you there, Roni. Yep. And again, this is the one that's punching, not yep. clawing. Natural one. And second attack. Okay, 20... 22. Yep, that just hits. Okay. Let's knock this hit points down. Another 10 or 11 here. Nine. Nine points of damage. Oh, man. Yeah, boy. Both of those two tough ones have been dealing a crap ton of damage. You know, those uh, regular scum. They've got a lot of attacks, but they never hit, and the damage isn't that bad. But uh, these guys are piling on the hurt. So you, you can see that Roni is not doing well. The three likely undead soldiers with oh, their longbows trained on the doorway there. Gonna take their shots at you, Roni. Add four to your AC for cover. I'm gonna subtract four for firing into melee. Okay, three misses. Three misses. Oh. The tentacles of the ooze wave at you one more time, Roni. Oh. Come on, give me something good. We will save. Give, me we will save. Good. give me something good. Uh, that is an 11, and I'm going to blow a shame point. Throw your shame away! <laughs> I will. I mean, that's just good that's advice. That's a 16. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> that's a save. That's a save. Oh, thank you. And with that, we reach the end of round 14 and begin round 15. The fight has moved fully back up into the second floor where we started two chapters ago. Lots of corpses littering the space. But so far, it has turned out to be a fairly successful bolt hole. The camera. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> the camera swoops over to Dabwick, who is in the corner just having uh, healed themselves just a very tiny bit. You can see the pileup of foes is now clustered over at the western door there, where Roni is getting... Roni savage. Is, Roni's getting savage the way you got savaged a handful of rounds ago. Can Dabwick see out there, past beefy tall scum and ooze, can Dabwick see out into the... Onto the battlements there? Yeah. Yeah. Dabwick's going to summon a rubble (gasps) swarm. (gasps) Yes. There we go. Yes. There we go. Enjoy. Great. So this spell to summon your rubble swarm takes a full round, takes one round casting time. So this whole round, you're gonna be intoning and gesturing, and the rubble will appear at a space of your choosing at the very, very top of your next turn. Excellent, excellent. Roni, you are up. You are, oh boy, this big guy is leaning over you, still hasn't taken any damage. You've got this scum to the north that is on its last legs, and it's another scum coming up the stairs below you, also on its last legs. What do you do? Oh boy, you can't take two more hits from that thing, can you? Probably Could not. Get out of the way, grip to move up there. Mm. But I can't do it unless he's ready. Why not? He goes after you. Oh, he does. Yeah. 
I took a five foot step diagonally to the southeast. Yeah, you could take a pot shot and get out of the way, or you could get out of the way and do an extract, fire. or whatever you want to do. Or fire, yeah, absolutely. What action is it to switch hands? Move action. So he will, as a move action, switch hands so that the mace is now in his uh, actual hand that it should be in. Love it. He will then take a standard action to attack the pale brown scum. Yes, the one on the desk. The one on the desk. The bookish one. The bookish one. The well-learned scum. Um, Because he thinks he actually has a shot at maybe taking that one out before he has to step out of the way. Yeah. Ugh, for a garbage uh, 11. How do you feel? Do you feel shameful? No, he feels like he has to step out of the way or he's going to get killed. Do you feel shameful? (laughs) Do I feel shameful? I feel more paranoid about that shifty halfling that left me here in the lurch <laughs> yes, having to save go. Dora. So you want to get back and keep an eye on them, right? Uh, and he looks at, he literally, he looks back at at uh, Dabwick yeah. and sees that they're over there just mumbling to themselves. <laughs> Saying, like, God knows what, right? Exactly. He looks over at Grip, his his brother in arms. Yeah, yeah. He gives him the look. And he, like, steps back out of the way as if, you got this, brother. Oh, boy. And we put our rings together and say the magic words and one from of shape of water, shape of warm river. <laughs> and he takes a five-foot step, so now he's right next to Dora. Excellent. And then it's Grip's turn. So, Grip, you're now ten feet away and one very, very difficult terrainy step away from the doorway. <laughs> I guess that's what I've got to do. Well, I do. I, I can just yeah, you move, can use, move through you can Roni's way, right? You can, u- you can use your whole move to get to them. You can use your move action to get to the door, yes. All right. All right, so Grip's in the doorway, facing off with this giant, incredibly deadly, babbling, incoherent scum. Part of me that wonders if I should grapple him. Oh, you also have the guy on the desk just above you who looks like he's about to drop, if you want to try to eliminate some attacks. Yeah, there's that too, huh? Because you can, you can easily tell, Robert, you ain't single-shotting this uh, big guy. No, I, I just, <laughs> I was just trying to, thinking like grappling in terms oh. of just... Tying him up to maybe yeah 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 slow him down, but getting getting an attack off the table is good too. Yeah, I'm gonna attack Pale Brown. Love it. Let's end his story right here. Let's see. So there's nothing special going on here. This is just a single attack. Yeah. I gotta say, Polly, look at this map. Hold portal. Yeah. Is one of the MVPs here. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Four. Imagine if this was all happening at both doors. For sure. From three sides. You. Oh man. Uh, I rolled a 19. That's a hit. I didn't roll a 19. It was an adjusted 19. <laughs> oh, sadly. No, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Six points of damage. And his story comes to an God. end. That scum. This is the scum that you originally sent packing with your yeah. command spell, Katie. Yeah. It's been going for a long time. <laughs> and he drops. He is out of this tail. Dora, you are now up. You've got your back to the wall to get some cover away from this big scum. Uh, probably comforting now that you are surrounded on all sides by your allies instead of by scum. Yes. Uh, and I, 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 I feel an urgent need to start chipping away at this giant thing at yeah. the door. Yeah. So, <laughs> I just want to note... I have four spells left today. Total between both levels? Yes. Oh, wow. 
this looks like but this is the fight if we're having we die today. <laughs> yeah you'll have no spells left uh, yeah yeah so she casts uh mind thrust two on the creature outside the door be prepared to hate me with the fury of a thousand oh burning suns it is completely unaffected Everybody give me a perception check. I definitely hate you with the fear. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 27. 29. Also 29. Oh, we have 25. Oh, it's pretty good for grip. Yeah, that is good for grip. So all of you, you know, you observe Dora collect herself, focus her mind, sort of peer out around the corner there, like under grips huge muscly arm to get a sight on this thing and it seems to have absolutely no effect on it which gets you all to look a little bit closer at what's going on there so in addition to the babbling incoherently punching with its clawed hands instead of clawing with them now seeing this happen the range of colors on its scales seems a little more basic than these vibrant, sort of iridescent fish scales that you've seen these other scum have. The claws on its hand seem a little vaguely formed. Its eyeballs don't actually seem to be eyeballs. They seem to be something that looks like eyeballs behind its eyelids. There's something really wrong about this thing that you're looking at. It's starting to look like it's not actually perhaps a scum at all, but something in a scum-like shape. Is it similar, like, would you would you consider it comparable behavior to how the guards are acting odd? No, okay. no. Uh, there's a lot of personality going on, unlike those guards. It's just not really scum personality. Uh-huh. It's just um, as if something is very cleverly attempting to mimic the behavior and appearance of scum in some way. There's that word. I hate that word. These two guys. After all this time. Is that Mutton Jeff down there? <laughs> there are there are two scum. Just go behind the curtain here a little bit. There are two scum that you have not seen yet because as the fight was doing different things, I was like, okay, well, in that case, they would go up the back stairs and head up this way. And then they would get up. Oh, no, they see this clog up there. Okay, they go back down. So they've been going back and forth this whole time. Um, but they do finally come at, into play. At some point, they'd have to just like, we should stop for like a smoke break, right? I mean, <laughs> yes. they'd be like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. That probably did happen on a couple of rounds where I forgot to move them. Um, but you see moving, so the, the madly grinning scum is on the stairs and you see moving past him because he seemed determined to take up the rear. Two more scum enter the space. Reaching the top of the stairs is a scum with seven fingers on each hand. (laughs) Following behind him is a scum with milky eyes. Uh, That's the end of a double move for them. Okay, this big thing that resembles a scum is going to now start unloading on grip. Hi. Here we go. Two slams. Ah, 16. That's a miss, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, And a natural one. Okay. All right. Suck it, scum. I think it will suck it. Uh, Now you're going to be subject to three bow shots. Add four to your armor class from the cover. Oh, no. And then a will save. 27 is what you're looking for now. For your AC? Yeah. If I'm adding four to it, yes. (laughs) Forget about it. Yeah, okay. Doesn't happen. Um, I think what I'm going to do, so just unload it on you and can't hit you. As that 
scum-like creature finishes its ineffectual turn and those arrows are flying. It takes a five-foot step to the south and just babbles incoherently at the ooze, which then moves five feet forward, oh, kind no. of dissolving the body of this, of the big armored scum that had been killed before. And the ooze closes with you there, Grip. So there goes that treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. The treasure is our lives. I know. Uh, 17, it's another... Mi- All right, so uh, a pseudopod of this nearly transparent ooze lashes out at you and misses you there, Grip. Ooh. Who, who? Big round 16. At the top of which, here comes a rubble swarm. I'll drop it in the map here for you, Paul, and you can have Dadwick move it where they would like it to appear. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Mm, that's a nice swarm. That's a good swarm going on. That's big. That's a fine looking swarm of rubble you got there. All right. So I can move the rubble swarm. You can have it appear wherever you would like it to appear. Okay. And then the way the swarm attack works is they deal automatic damage to any creature whose space they occupy at the end of their move. So you could, if you want to this first round, uh-huh. just drop it where you want it to damage people and then move it next turn if and, they move out of the way. Uh, what's its movement speed? Can you help me find it? Yep. Probably 10. Nope. Oh, wow. 30 foot move. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's amazing for a swarm. Yeah, this is an interesting spell because it basically summons a swarm of animated objects, mm. not a swarm of individual creatures. So it's um, it is uh, it doesn't do a lot of damage, but it's very very hard to hurt. Can things fire through it at all? Yes, it's it's mostly on the ground. Okay, it's like bouncing flagstones. What about getting the ooze and the? Well, I, that's the thing is I want it to appear here and then move into. It will only, it does one attack at the end, basically at the end of its turn. So it's okay. not going to like appear somewhere, attack those guys, and then go somewhere else and attack them. Gotcha. I mean, this is what I want them to attack. Great. So they appear, uh, oh, you want in front of the door? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So this raging cyclone of crushed, magically animated dancing flagstones appear right outside of the door, right in front of Grip's face. Grip has to rear back. Uh, hasn't seen this before, right? This is the first time oh. uh, the three of you have actually witnessed this spell. And indeed, after it appears, with Dabwick leaving it there, the ooze will be damaged by it. The big pretending to be a scum to the south will be damaged by it. And Grip, from your point of view, you catch sight of something probably invisible in mm. this square also being <laughs> damaged and pummeled by this heap of rocks. You don't say. So go ahead and roll the swarm damage. Ah, that's full damage. Six hit points. Excellent. There's also a DC 12 distracting effect. Love it. I need to get the damage down on these things. Six points. You've drawn first blood on the thing that looks like a scum. And first blood on the invisible combatant you didn't know was even in this fight. DC 12? Yeah. Well, that's a natural one for the thing you can't see. Oh. Interesting. Nice. So Surprise. it's not nauseated, is that right? 
If you fail the save, you are nauseated. Nauseated creatures are unable to attack, cast spells, concentrate on spells, or do anything else requiring attention. The only action such a character can take is a single move action per turn. Love it. All right. So this enemy, you don't know what it is, but it has been pummeled and is now distracted. And you still have your whole turn there, Paul. What does Dabwick do now? While concentrating, can Dabwick tap themselves with the wand again? No. So concentrating is a standard action. So if they want to... I'm going to move then uh, just a little closer to Roni. Can I do that? Yes. Excellent. Because this this parade of scum coming up the stairs. Oh, yeah. They're coming for me. All right. Roni, you are up. You are in the middle of a threesome of the party with their backs against the southern wall. I am going to, as a move action, pull a potion of Cure Light Wounds, and as a standard action, drink it. All right. I have to put something down, though, because I've got two hands full. I've got to drop the alchemical torch. I have to put it on the ground. I'll pick it up. So, oh, I mean, could I hand it to Dora? No, I got to drop it. I can't. Yeah, I got to drop it. Yeah. All right. So I drop it on the ground, uh, and then I take this potion, which is, what is it, 1d8? Plus one. Plus one. For oh, <laughs> whopping two points of oh, no. hit points there. We are feeling, feeling the absence of Ray in this fight. All right. Grip, you are up. You are facing off with the ooze and a giant rubble swarm. And also you see a parade of scum uh, coming up the stairs where you just left. Yeah. I know I don't want to punch the ooze. I'm assuming it would... So you know from what Roni was saying earlier, Grip, that attacking with a wooden or metal weapon definitely would have consequences, but uh, didn't say anything about striking with fist. We did say that organic stuff... Say what you will about me, I'm organic. (laughs) And I would say this. The ooze just moved on top of the armored scum. Mm -hmm. And now that it has been there for a full turn, you're starting to see flesh get dissolved. You might expect that... I don't know. Take that how you will. But that, that was with it being in constant contact with it for a full round. Correct. Well, I, I mean, I, I would I, I would go and try to deal with the parade of scum. I don't like the idea of... You could also go walking. after this big guy just to the south of the ooze, around the corner there, from cover, if you wanted to, if that felt more... We have no sense of what damage the ooze has taken? The ooze has taken a crap ton of damage. But do we do we have any way of knowing? No, no, no it's just yeah, a... It's more than 36. Because it's a blob of stuff. <laughs> it's a blob of goo. Translucent, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna goo. try hitting the the blob of goo. All right, do it. Flurry of blows again. Do it. Do it. We determined. Very low oh, armor. Class. Yeah. So yeah, common knowledge is low armor class, high hit point. Yeah. So we're gonna power attack it. Love it. All right. Here we go. Uh, nope, that's a seven. Do you um, want to use an action? Uh, no, I'm gonna not. Okay. Thank you though for the offer. Uh, that's gonna be an eighteen. Yeah, that's a hit. For full damage, 15 points. Oh, nice. And it uh, d- it's, it effectively unforms into a puddle amidst yeah. the heap of stones. Yeah. Do I take any damage for touching it? You don't. Huh. 
fantastic. So it seems as though if you're thinking mechanically here, wooden and metal weapons might take damage instantaneously, perhaps flesh and wood, like where it took like a whole round of, of touching the door to dissolve yeah. it, that maybe it's some things like that uh, take a little bit of time. A little bit of time. All right. So you can't really take a five-foot step because you are surrounded on all sides by either difficult terrain or your companions. Yep. Dora, you're up. One mind thrust to take out one or one magic missile to hit all three. Hmm. Like he's grinning's got to be close, right? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The whole reason he backed away downstairs was he is, uh, he's teetering. Yeah. Well... I'll soften them up for you with my last first level spell. Uh, I hate resource management. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that about me. No! Dora casts magic missile on all three. Yeah. Nice. Three, three, four. So, with that, the story of the badly grinning scum comes to a close. Oh, here's a good one. And then three and four for the other two. This is the first time either of those two have been hit. So they're just pegged mildly by this, but they do see their companion drop. There are so many dead scum. (laughs) I mean, I have to keep removing them from the map just so we can make any sense of this. But you are in a butcher shop. It's an abattoir. abattoir. Yeah, abattoir. There's absolutely just bodies everywhere. The scum are up. The scum with seven fingers on each hand has to... Yeah, he's going to do it. He takes a 10-foot move, closes with Dabwick, and takes a bite at Doesn't mm-hmm. Isn't he moving through his threatened area? Yes. But moves uh, to close with you, Dabs, moving through your threatened area. You can take an attack of opportunity with your quarterstaff. Even though I'm concentrating? Yes. That's a 23 on the That's quarterstaff. That's a hit. Nice. Over. Five double bludgeoning damage. Excellent. A nice solid blow cracking Clock. him across the knees. He takes a bite at you. And embarrasses himself and <laughs> yes. his entire family's legacy. The scum with the milky eyes moves to the top of the stairs and also closes with you. This time not provoking. You're now threatened by both of them. Here comes Milky Eyes bite. Misses. Oh. The other thing. It is in the middle of a giant swarm of stones. Oh, boy. And it's nauseated, right? No. The invisible invisible thing. thing. Yeah. Interesting. What's it going to do, you guys? What's it going to do? What's going to happen? Why does he have so many choices? Howling. Howling madly to the sky. It steps out of grips view to the south, out of the stones, and around the corner towards the south side of this dungeon tower. Ooh. At this moment, there's a clear shot on grip from these three longbow soldiers. Here these shots come. 17. 17. 11. (laughs) Yes! Do you even archery, bro? Oh, man. (laughs) The sheer amount of attacks you have had made on you this combat. Uh, it's no, astounding. No, uh, getting my armor class up to 23 was a good move for oh, grip. Yes, I thought you were up to 24. I thought so too, but my math was wrong. Oh, oh, look math. at the ooze still in the order. Stupid math. Now I'm going to remove it from the order. Take it out of there. Take it out. Okay. Top around 17 here. 
Dabwick finds themselves facing off with two scum and very few hit points. <laughs> and you've got your rubble swarm. Oh, wait, the... After those three archers took their shot, Grip, you would have seen sort of the negative space left by whatever this invisible creature is in the middle of the swarm, move in a southerly direction and out of, obviously out of the swarm because you see the swarm no longer being disturbed. So two creatures moved to the south, which Grip can tell is a very narrow part of this battlements that would not fit the entirety of this swarm. Okay, so back to dabs. So this this square is a uh, bloody square. is a really bloody square, super packed with with things. Corpses, but, chair, yes. Corpses, chairs, but Dab's only only two and a half, a little, little more than two and a half feet tall. Do you think Dab could occupy space in there if only to squeeze themselves in while still concentrating on the world storm? Uh, it's difficult terrain, no matter what way you look at it. So if you want to get in there, you certainly could, but you have to use acrobatics to not provoke from these two as you leave the square that you're in. Okay. You can try it? I'm going to try it. All right. That's an 18 on the acrobatics check. And Dabs tumbles gracefully out of the way and on top of the corpses, on top of the chair. You are the ruler of the hill, Dabwick. Uh, What about your swarm? Do you want to move it? Yes. Currently, it's not occupying any creature's squares. Uh, And there it goes. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) And it plows over and on top of two of these... Presumably undead soldiers. Go ahead and give me. Oh, oh this is a fortitude save. Oh, they can't be nauseated. Uh, they can take damage though. Give me damage. That's a four. All right. So they both are pummeled and battered, but do not seem to be distracted by this particular swarm. Tumbling, concentrating, dabbing. Wicking. Oh, hang on. It's a move action for you to move the swarm, right? Mm. Oh, you couldn't take a five-foot step. And you can't take a five-foot step because of the position and the right. piles of corpses. Okay, okay. Okay. So that was a move action, and... Shit. That's the end of my move. All right, so you're going to continue to concentrate on keeping the swarm together, but not be able to move it this turn. Right. Got it. Roni, you are up. You've got these two remaining scum 10 feet away from you. Roni gives Dabs the side eye. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dabs has it coming. And then he as a move action uh, makes um, seven fingers on each hand his studied <laughs> target. Yes. And he takes a five foot step forward and then he uses his standard action for total defense. Excellent interposing himself between the scum and the badly injured remainder of the party. Grip, you're up. Uh, the open doorway contains no enemies, just this rubble swarm. Uh, yes, I see. I'm not going to step into the rubble swarm, but um, I am going to... Uh, I'm going to move 5, 15 feet to there. Move around the pile of uh, of corpses, of corpses and, and furniture and things. Yeah. Any, do I have a sense? Uh, who, have either of these two been injured more than the other? Between milky eyes and seven fingers on each hand. The seven-fingered chap has taken a little more damage. You guess. Then I'm gonna hit him. Hit him. Do they have webbed fingers? They do. Yeah. 
Which is so much more. It makes a huge spread. But it's easy to fan yourself in the summer when you're hot. Too bad I'll never do that again. How do you know that? I'm a psychic. I can't remember what their power attack situation is, so I am not going to power attack right now. You're talking about AC? Yeah. Yeah, you would put it in the 12, 13 range, not high. You've fought a lot of these now. It's 13. Listen to the psychic. Um, no, I'm going to leave it on, because I want to do a lot of damage. Totally know. all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. And then, all right. Single attack on... The seven-fingered scum. Seven-fingered scum. Ooh, that's going to be a 24. That would be a hit. Uh, right. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Well, Finish him. 11 points of damage. You succeed at finishing him. He drops. <laughs> Boom. His story ends. His tail was magnificent, but short. <laughs> he did not accomplish all he hoped to accomplish in this world. He did not see the end of the Great Harvest. He saw its beginning, though, and was the glad failure, to be part of it. Part where they, they See if you can guess why he has seven fingers on each hand. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> <laughs> why does that scum have so many fingers? They've only ended up harvesting themselves. It's it, true. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, it's the great sacrifice. We are, uh, uh, we're up back to Dora. I cannot spend one more spell slot on these, these scum. I think that might be right at this point. So I'm just going to try a telekinetic projectile yeah. and subtract four from this roll, because... Combat with my friends. Yeah. Books go flying. Yeah. So six. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely, that is a miss. The milky eyed scum. It's going to unload. Starting. Do anything combat advice? Yeah, um, oh, sorry. Thank you. Finish him. Mortal Kombat style. Oh. Ooh, which Ooh. one? Tear his spine out. Spine out. Gotcha. All right. Prepared to describe that kill. Uh. <laughs> A claw at grip. Why do I bother? Another claw at grip. Fuck it. A bite at Roni. No. Oh. If they really, if they had the capacity to deeply question the road that got them here, <laughs> I, I think this last remaining scum with the milky eyes might be looking deep into his soul at this moment. But um, it's driven by other forces. Driven by other forces. Could have just stayed at the bottom of the lake. Three longbow shots coming at you, Dabs. You are now in the clear in that open doorway. Yeah. Nope. Nope. 24. Hit. Okay. <laughs> Eight points of damage. Oh, look at that bar. It's oh, very that small. bar is very scary. <laughs> oh my gosh. Atop the pile of corpses and furniture, Dabwick is pelted by three arrows. <sighs> One of them strikes home, strikes true, leaving Dabwick reeling. Dabwick, you're up. Dabwick will move, use their move action uh-huh. to move the rubble swarm. Yes. <laughs> On top of the soldiers. Yeah. Dabwick will then use their standard action to stop concentrating. You can just stop concentrating. Okay. That's no action. You can then cast a spell or use your wand or something. And then I can use the wand. Yeah. So why don't you roll uh, swarm damage for the two soldiers that the rubble swarm has plowed over. That's a cracked die. One point of damage. Okay. They take it. They are not nauseated. And 
Then your is it a wand of cure mod? Is that right? Cure mod. Two d eight plus three. Thirteen points. There we go. All right, that is a boon. Roni, you are up. Can he take a five foot step to the south? Dab could take a five foot step to the south. That space is clear. Okay, thank you. You wanna do that? Yeah. Then Dabwick, I see Dabwick sandwiches themselves between Roni and Dora to get out of the line of fire. Roni, you're up, facing off with the last standing scum in the dungeon tower. You have killed so many of them. One remains. What do you do? Uh, he narrows his eyes at the milky eyes of this remaining scum. The scum narrows his eyes back and I receives no benefit from further, doing so. Even further. They tighten up. <laughs> this continues as- for 15 <laughs> minutes. And then what happens? Uh, I make him my study target. Yeah. And then I hit him for a 23. That's a And hit. five points of damage. Takes it. Grip, you're up. Full on flurry. Here we go. Uh, power attack flurry. Yep. That guy still hasn't attacked me, correct? He did. He did? Oh, then yeah, I get a plus one. <laughs> That's an 18 on the die That's for a, a 23, 24. Um, 13 points of damage. And with that, with a single punch, Grip drops the remaining scum inside the dungeon tower. The tide has finally turned, and for this moment, you find yourself standing amidst a sea of corpses. You've still got those undead arches out there, but they're now dealing with the rubble swarm. And for the moment, no one's coming through the door. You hear no sound of anyone approaching from down below. We will pick this scenario back up next time with perhaps uh, a wider range of options available (laughs) to us than we have heretofore had as you might have a little breath here to actually uh, run down the stairs or use another door. But we'll uh, we'll find out what happens next time. That's the end of chapter 55. Fantastic. 55 is done. I gotta clean up this meat grinder. Dark Nexus is a creation of Plug and Hum Productions. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Inc. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com slash community use. And for more information about Paizo and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. That's P-A-I-Z-O dot com. Dark Nexus uses music and soundscapes by Sirenscape. Check them out at sirenscape.com. That's S-Y-R-I-N-S-C-A-P-E dot com. Opening and closing themes along with additional music composed by Rob Kozlarik. Artwork for Dark Nexus is by Matt Walquist. Special thanks to Toy, without whose generosity this project would not have been possible. And thanks to DMCP, Richard and Ari, Paul and Shannon, Chris, Scotty, Jason, Jess, Joe, Chelsea, Matt, Dave, Darren, and everyone we've gamed with over the years for all the memories and inspiration. WTPK. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. Two tags. Season good. two tag. <laughs>